0: With Ashen's assistance, we are learning Gittin Davchav, page 20. We begin six lines in Amar Avchizda. Avchizda says, Get your shle If you have a divorce document that was not written for the people originally, alav kulmus And then you wrote over all of the words, meaning exactly the way they were originally written, but you wrote it over and you had in mind that it should be for those people. So this involves the same argument as Rabbi Huda and the Rabbis, the Tanya we learned in Abraisa. Let's say he meant to write God's name. He was supposed to write God's name, but he didn't realize that. He thought he was supposed to write Neskav and Yehuda. He meant to write Yehuda. And he made a mistake in what he was planning to do. He left out the Dalet. So what he ended up writing, he ended up writing Hashem's name, which is what was supposed to be written here. So, but he didn't have the correct intention. So you can write over the name again Meaning write over the same exact letters And uh, you have the right thoughts in mind this time And you can sanctify it This is not the best possible name This is not really such a good thing so you could say it's the same exact idea over here, where you originally wrote it with the wrong intention, you didn't have them in mind, the people who want to use this get, and then you wrote it over, you wrote over all the letters, and you had the right intention in mind, the right people. So we, sh- we could say that it's the same exact argument between Rabbi Huda and the Rabbis. I'm Rav Achabar Yaakov. Rav Acha Yaakov says, Dilma Maybe not. i like Amri Rabban Hossam, Elad Ba'ino Ezekiel The only reason that the Rabbis say over there that it's necessary that it be written correctly with the right intention, and that it's not good enough if you don't do it properly it's only because over there there's a concept of this is my God and I shall glorify him and we are, we're missing that but over here there's no such thing and therefore it doesn't matter if you go over it as long as you've gone over it even the rabbis would agree that it's okay Amr of Chizda Alma. Chizda says I could take all of the gets in the world all of the divorce documents and I could figure out a way that they're all possible they're all no good Amelie um, Rava, really my timer. So Rava says to him, What's your reasoning? Mummy If it's because it says the Kosav. He shall write it. Rashi explains why is she writing it? How is it called that she's writing it? Because she's the one that actually pays for the for the sofa, the scribe, to write the document. Why do we do that? We do that because of takana sa'elam. We want to make sure that she gets her get, and if she, as long as she's paying for it, so the husband will be less reluctant to write it. So if that's the case, so she's paying for it, so it's that she wrote it, right? So, vidilma So that's not a reason to say that that they're all possible, that they're all no good, because you know what, maybe the rabbi said that even though she's the one that's actually paying for it, the rabbis, there's a concept that says, the rabbis have the ability to take money or anything, any object, and, and t- take it away from whoever owns it and give it to someone else. So as soon as she's about to pay for it, they take away the money from her, and the money's considered his, the husband's, and then when she gives over the money, so it's the husband's money, and the husband is actually paying for it, so it's considered that he wrote it. So what's the reason why we're going to say it's possible? Possible that it's no good. So we're going to say it's because it says that he has to give her. And what is he giving to her? Nothing. Because generally speaking, if you talk about the value of the actual paper, there is no actual value to that. It's less than a It's less than the the value of a pruta. If that's the case, so, so, he, so all the Gitim will be Psulim. All divorce documents will not be good. Sigmar so says, no, that's not true because Dilman has seen us get he. Because maybe when the Torah says that you have to give it, it doesn't mean you have to give something of value. It means you have to give the get. It doesn't mean that you actually have to give something that has some kind of value. Teda, you should know that this is true. The Shach yitam, because they sent from over there. If you read it on something which is us or you're not to get any kind of benefit from it for whatever reason, it's still kosher, it's still a good get. Why? Because it doesn't matter the actual value of the paper. And certainly something that you can't have any benefit from, you can, it has no value for you. So so you see that it doesn't matter if the, the thing itself has any value. You don't actually have to give over something of value. You have to give over what's written on the get. What's written on the on the divorce document, that's what counts. Gufa. We're going back to this statement that we just made that they sent from there, because if you write it on some kind of something which is forbidden from getting any kind of benefit from, it's kosher. Ravashi, Ravashi says, We also learn this in a Mishnah. Al Because we said that if you write it on a leaf of an olive, so on an olive leaf, so it's also okay, so that's clearly something that has no value or less than Shavu pruta. The Gemara answers, al maybe it's different over there by an olive leaf the it's tarufi because it can add up if you if you bind together a number of olive leaves so it can indeed add up so therefore that's something that has value so it's not the same as the case where it's isra hano, or something you can't have any benefit from because in that case it literally has zero value Tanya we learned on rabbis ribi Rebbe, says kosher if you write on something that has no that has no value that you can't use Uh, You can't normally have benefit from it's okay. Nafak Levi, Levi went out. Darsha Mishmei the Rebbe, Kalsua. So he said it over in the name of Rebbe, and people weren't so uh, crazy about what he said because since he said it in the name of a Das Yachid by a singular Rabbi, so they weren't so interested in Mishmei the Rabbim. Then he went over and and he said it in the name of the Rabbis, and he didn't specifically say it was Rebbe, the Kalsua, and then people praised the Halacha. Alma, so what do we see? Hilchas say that the halach is like Rabbi, that if you write it on a sirahana, you write it on something that you can't get benefit from. It's kosher, despite the fact that you're not allowed to get benefit from it. This is not called that you're getting benefit from it, and you do not have to actually give over something that has value. Tanarabana we learned in a, in a brisa, the cause of chokak. It says in the verse you should write it. So this means you can't engrave it. Is this to say that if you are engraving that's not considered writing, or a min i will bring you a stira, a disproof, if someone went out, if a slave went out, he was freed with a writing that was on top of some kind of tablet, or pinkas, these are things that used to, used, you would actually engrave on these things. So it's good, it goes out free. But not on any kind of writing that's done on these things. These are some kind of woven articles. And what you do is you wove the words and then you attach them on, but it's not fully attached to it. It's attached on two sides. So there, that's not going to be good. It has to be written on. It has to be something indelible. So what do we see? What's the question? So Ula is going to say it's not a question. But uh, what is the question? The question is that we see over here that if you are cho if you do some kind of engraving, it does work. So the Gemara says, It's not a problem. It depends how you're engraving it. If you're engraving it by not actually making the letter, not touching the letter, but you're engraving around, and as you engrave around, so it... Uh, by the way, so something is engraved. So that's a problem. That's not considered that you actually wrote the letters. But if you actually were engraving upon the area where the letters is, then that's considered like you wrote the the letters. Is it true that if you were only engraving in and around, but not the actual letters themselves, is that true that it's not considered writing? or I'll bring you a contradiction. It says in regards to the tits, which was a special uh, thing that went on the metach, on the forehead of the Kohen Gadol. So the, so it said there, Kodesh Hashem, holy unto Hashem. So it says that it wasn't shoket, it wasn't sticking in, but rather it was sticking out. The words actually stuck out, just like a dinar Zav just like a coin. So there we see that it says in the, in the verse, it says it has to be written. And we know that din a coin, so the way, how how does it have it written there? So you the way it's written is it's stamped on, and it's similar to the case of Tochos where you engraved something without actually touching the letters themselves that you're making, but rather you're engraving around the letters. That's vahadunrezav toichesein. So they are indeed, that's a, how can you tell me that it's not considered writing? Over here we're comparing it to these coins, and the coins are written in such a way that it's, it's engraving around the letters. So our answer is, In some ways it is like these coins, and in some ways it's not like these coins. the It's like these coins in regards to the fact that it's sticking out. And it's not like coins, because normally by coins, so you are engraving around the letters and creating the words. hacha over here, the way you you did it was you actually made the letters themselves. How did you do it? Because you did it from the from the back side of it. So the how did you create these things? You were you were pushing from the other side, and that's why it's sticking out. Amar um, Ravina Ravina asks Ravashi the following question: Rishma, in regards to a stamp that's making some kind of coin, Mechrits The letters that are on this on the coin are they considered that they were engraved out, and they weren't actually touched? The letters themselves were not made. A kinufe or perhaps no, perhaps the letters themselves were actually engraved themselves, and they are considered that the what happens is that the metal actually presses hard against the stamp, and and therefore they're getting made by the stamp. he responded, The way it's done is actually it's considered engraved around. It's not considered that the letters themselves were actually made. I have a very strong question. This this that we brought before, talking about the tzitz, so it says, uh, so we write it in, and it, it would not be impressed, but rather it would be pressed out, just like dinayzav veisakadaytach mechritz So over here we're saying that it's like these coins, and so if it's true that it's that it's considered that you have engraved, it and you haven't actually touched the letters, you haven't made the letters. We turn to Amabes, ha ba'ina michtav Vileka. We know that it has to be considered, that's written in regards to the tits, this thing that went on the forehead of the coin Gadol. And that's a problem because we, it's not considered written if you if it just, if you just engraved around the letters and you didn't actually make the letters themselves. So, Gemara answers, Rezov, Kidinrezov. In some ways, it's like a dinerzav, like a coin. In some ways, it's not like a coin, like we said before. It's like a coin that it sticks out. But like a dinerzav, it's not like a coin. Because over there, how is it made? It's made from the outside. And here, it's made from the inside. I Meaning, the reason that it's sticking out over here, by the says, is because it's pressed out from the other side. Rav asked the following question from Rav Nachman. Let's say he wrote a divorce document on a sheet of gold, a piece of paper which is made out of gold. And he said there, Take your get, and at the same time I'm paying you the money I owe you from your ksuva with this get. So he responded, That's fine, he's given her a get, and he has paid the money that he owes her for the ksuva. I'll ask you a question, So let's say he says, take this as your get, and the rest of the value of the shtar itself, should be, of the document itself, should be for the k'suva. So in this case, indeed, she has received her get, and the rest of it goes to the k'suva. So we can make an inference. It's only because you said that the rest of it should go to the k'suva. If you didn't say the rest of it should go to the k'suva, to the money that he owes her for the k'suva, loi. That wouldn't be true. More says no. adin Shaar. The truth is that even if you didn't say the word shaar, the rest of it, it would also be true, like we said earlier, that indeed it would all go to her, and it would be able to pay off the Ksuva. Well this is what's coming to teach us the even though you have the rest, e Omar La in That if you say it then it does indeed work. Meaning, let's say you don't say anything. If you haven't said to her that the rest should go to the ksuvah, so then you can't say that it's going to go to the ksuvah. If you didn't say at the time, either, sh- either by saying the rest of it should go, or by saying, and it should be also for your ksuvah money, if you don't say in one of those two ways, then it's not implicit, and you can't come afterwards and say, I meant that the money from the, the get itself should go to pay you for your ksuvah. So you can't say that anymore. My time. What's the reason? What's the understanding of this? you're the megillah Because all you did was give her a megillah, and the rest of it is called the airspace, so to speak, of the megillah of the of the scroll of the document, and therefore you you never, if you intended that it should be for her to be paid off for the money that you owe her, ksuva. So you should have said that. Tanarabano, we learned in a Here is your divorce document. But I want to keep the paper in a It's not considered a good divorce. a but if you said on the condition that you return to me in the paper, harizum so that indeed does work. Because as as Rashi explains, it's called Matana Amnasla hachzir, You can give a present with a condition that it be returned. And that's a good present. it's considered that you gave it completely and then when they give it back to you, it's completely back to be yours. But uh, it's not there's no Khisan, there's nothing lacking in the actual giving. So therefore it's not a Khisan in Vinosan that you have indeed given it to her properly. She is in the divorce. By Rav Papa. Rav Papa asks the following question. Let's say you said to her, I'm not giving you the in-between the lines. I'm not giving you between the letters. We have no answer for that question. Why can't we answer the question based on the fact that the Torah says that you have to write her a document, a a, a book? Right? And this is, and you can't have two or three. So if you're not giving her the space in between the lines, so then you haven't, you've given her more than one document. So my answer is, Leitricha de Meura. The answer is that we're talking about a case where you, where you extended some of the letters that Rashi says, the, the first letter of each word, you extended it down to the next line, and therefore the lines are all connected, and even if you're not giving her between the lines, so you're still, the, the whole thing is considered one document, it's all considered connected. Boye Rami Barchama. So Rami Baracham asks the following question. Let's say we knew about a certain Eved, a certain slave, that it belonged to him. And there's a, the divorce document was written upon the skin of this Eved, of this slave. And what do we do? We find it, that she has him. That for certain the husband had given it to her and now she's divorced. Perhaps the Eved, the, the slave on his own, he came over here and it wasn't given over. So says, Why don't we answer this question based on the fact that this is something, this is the type of writing that can be forged. Rashi explains that perhaps there had been some kind of tonight, some kind of condition on the get, on this get that was written on the slave, and it had been erased. Rava, you should ask the same question on the Mishnah, or the qu- Mishnah itself is a question on you, because the Mishnah says that you can write a shtar on the hand of an eved. it's clear that we hold that this is not considered something that uh, is easy to forge. So So the Mishnah is not a question on Rava. why? But is because we could say that the cases where it was given over in front of Edim, in front of some kind of witnesses, and therefore, so they saw exactly what was written, as we mentioned earlier, that you have to read it in front of them. Lazar, answer El Rami Kasha Rami we have a question because the case itself has to be a case where there was no Aiden because if there were some kind of witnesses there when it was given over so we could just find out from the witnesses if he gave it over the question here obviously is a case where we don't know we don't have any witnesses that saw it being given over and we want to know the fact that it's in, his, in her possession is that considered good enough so the Rami Nami Kasha it's also another question because we're talking about a ksuva that was written on him it was actually tattooed onto him. That being the case, we don't have to be worried that there was some kind of uh, tenai, some kind of condition that had been written there that had been erased because you'd be able to see if the tattoo was taken off or it couldn't be taken off My So what's the answer to this question? Is it considered hers or not? Do we assume that she got it it was given over? Toshima we bring a proof from the following: Amar Lakish, because Lakish and that in regards to animals, if someone finds, if let's say you have an animal and Bob says this animal is mine because it's in my possession, that's not enough of a proof to the, to prove that it was in his that it's his, because the fact is that animals walk around a lot, and since animals walk around a lot and they have the ability to have free reign, therefore we can't assume the fact that you own it; it's in your possession is not nine tenths of the law, because if there's a Pre, if there's a chasaka from before, we already know that it belonged to someone else, and we don't know for a fact that it was sold to you. So, the only way that you can prove it is through some kind of shtar, perhaps, some kind of you have to bring a good solid proof. The fact that it's in your possession doesn't prove anything because animals walk around. But you remember, Chama asked the following question: Let's say you have some kind of uh, document. And we knew that this belonged to her. The get Casivaleh, and there is a get that was written on it. And we find that it's in his possession. Mahu? What do we say? Do we say we assume that she gave it over to him? Perhaps a woman does not know how to make a kingdom, to not to to give it over to him. Amar um, Abay Abay says Tashma the of proof. Avuhei Akvar He also said an, uh, said a testimony in regards to a certain small town Shalhei that was on the on the side of Jerusalem. There was an elderly person there. Malvel Lachol Bene So he used to lend out money to all the people in his town. Yadoi, and he would write in his own handwriting. And others would be signed on it. And this story came in front of the rabbis, front of the chachamim, and they said it was okay my why is it okay? How about for We know that there's a concept that the Malva, the one who's lending out the money, is not the one who writes the document, the Lova is the one who writes the document. So over here, clearly it was a document that was written by the Malva, by the man who's lending out the money. And nevertheless, that they said that this is enough of a proof that he left out lent out lent out the money so el-olah mishim damrinan so what are we what's clear here we see that a person can indeed write it himself let's say the malva and in this case it would be the woman will be writing it herself and we assume that he gave it over or she gave it over to the person that she's borrowing from, that he's borrowing from, or that her husband. And therefore, you see that they, they you can be machna to them. Marava, Rav says, what's the proof? Umay kushya. Here, the word kushya here means what's the proof? Dilma zaken sh- shani. Maybe it's different when we're talking about this elderly person, the other like nuye, because he knows how to make a kinyan. Allah marava mehacha. So we'll continue with this in the next daily daf.